Hello, I'm Russell Brand. I'm really keen to give you this bit of my podcast from Luminary Under the Skin for nothing. This is the bit from the chat with Carlo Rovelli. Carlo Rovelli is a world-renowned quantum theorist, or he's a, phys- he's a physics theorist, specialist in quantum theory. He came up with the quantum gravity loop. Now, in this bit of the conversation from my podcast, which is only on Luminary, you get a 15-minute sample here to see if you like it. Imagine I'm a drug dealer. And I'm just giving you a little bit of free drugs in the hope that you will develop a chronic dependency on that. It's very cynical, really. Now, this is like a, call it a free bite, a free treat. Like when you're in the supermarket and they've got one of those little see-through bowls with a bit of a fudge brownie in it. Have you had that happen? This is that. So in this bit of the conversation, what what were you talking about, Jenko? The bit where you talked about reality and morality. Reality and morality? Yeah. Wow. Where you say... Are you believing? Are we believing our reality into being, and how does it affect our morality, like God. progressivism and stuff? What a great question! Let's listen to that. Reality: Are we believing our reality into being? Because he said that at the most basic level, there is no static reality. Oh, so this is under the skin from Luminary. It's not just under the skin floating around untethered. It's very much on the platform of under the skin of uh, Luminary. I'm looking at you, Jen. You don't look well. <laughs> really. Yeah, you look a bit pale. Are you feeling all right in this moment? Is it the I'll, tum? Yeah. Oh, what do you want to do? Do you, do keep, you going. To... <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Keep <laughs> going. Poor Jen. Carlo Rovelli is a physical... No, he's not a physical theorist. He's a theoretical physicist who has made significant contributions to the physics of space and time. He directs the Quantum Gravity Research Group at the Centre de Physique Theoretique. Oh, no, hold on a minute. Centre de Physique Theorique. Oh, my God. Imagine that was your job. Centre de physique théorique in Marseille, France. Carlo's book, Seven Brief Lessons on Physics, Reality is Not What It Seems, and The Order of Time are international bestsellers, which have been translated into 43 languages. I didn't know there were that many. Well, yeah, I'm not doubting it, Demaya. Don't don't assume that as soon as I turn to you, it's because of a typo, although 90% of the time that is the reason that I turn to you. His new book, There Are Places in the World Where Rules Are Less Important Than Kindness, is published next month, and I've had a look at it, and I've read it, and I've given it to my mother-in-law, so it's already served me well. Uh, Features his reflections on everything from Newton's alchemy to Einstein's mistakes to the consciousness of an octopus. I should have read that one before I gave it to my mother-in-law. I'm interested in that. Hallucinogens and the meaning of atheism. I didn't read that either. I've skimmed this book. You're going to love this podcast. It was an amazing conversation. And I think he called it provocative. There was a bit where he said that I was uh, vague and I, I took umbrage at that. And you'll notice that the tone of the conversation changes significantly from that bit. And and uh, those of you that have watched old Russ's behaviours closely will watch me with the stealth of a lawyer building a case for the power of intuition and non-local consciousness using references right from science, Yeah. So, um, these are, I love Carlo Rovelli. He's a teacher. I'm not trying to win a conversation against Charlie. These people are under skin. These are proper dudes, you know. All right. So, these are some comments from the episode with Professor. What are you laughing at, Hermit Crab over there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you give your little face a stretch. Look, Jen, are you going to be well enough to do the rest of our videos and work? That's my main concern. I can do these intros. And then what? I can do a video. Yeah, and then what? Do you want to do another video? Yep. And then what, Jen? Then I might... I don't 
Don't know. I can't predict the future. <laughs> like you might have to look. Because I noticed you drifted off when I was doing something else. What did you do? Go and lay down? Yeah, my tummy. You lay on your tummy? Yeah. What a difficult thing. Demaya, how quickly can you learn to do Jen's <laughs> job, do you think? I don't know, but I'm down for the challenge. It's fine. We can get through. Stop pausing the podcast intro. This is part of the intro. <laughs> it's, we, we, this, we're metamodernists, we now know, from Seth Abrahamson. If I sit in this angle, it's okay. They are. Stay in that angle. It's good. I can see you there. <laughs> Except for your eyes, which are disappearing into two dark panda-like pools of sickly, deathly pallor. Great. <laughs> Especially nice with your new bangs. Thank you. Your new fringe. <laughs> it's my heroin chic look. It's, it's certainly heroin chic, maybe not. <laughs> uh, Jen, I love you. I hope you feel well. But let's get this. Let's just let's stop mucking around and do this work. So, uh, yeah, get that book. There are you know places in the world where rules are less important than kindness by the brilliant Carlo Rovelli. So. Here are some comments from the Tom Oliver episode. Satchung Ten, never wear that T-shirt to the dentist again. I'm oh, never wearing a T-shirt to the dentist again. Well, Satchuk Ten, I think going there with no T-shirt at all, a bare chest, whatever gender you happen to be, will be bring its own challenges, I think. I've never seen anyone nude in a dentist or even in a bikini or even in just trunks. Swimwear in a dentist... I went to the dentist the other day and I said, I expect you've adapted to COVID quite well, have you? Because hygiene's always a priority down the dentist, isn't it? You can't go in there smoking a fag, dirt under your fingernails, like maybe like leaving a trail of toilet paper behind you as you leave the bathroom. You know when you have it out as a tail, do you? Okay. Island pear treats. Island's spare treats. Island Spa Retreats. <laughs> <laughs> Island Spa Retreats says, Wow, thanks, Russell. It's my favourite so far. Everything resonated. Yeah. Island Spa Retreats. God, I'd love an Island Spa Retreat. Sounds amazing, doesn't it? Judy Cornips. It made me want to go and buy his book. Well, that is the very... <laughs> that What a triumph. That's promo for you there, Judy Cornips. Kendall Clayer. I love how this conversation highlighted the science of our interconnectedness. We're all literally breathing each other's microscopic particles in constant interchange it is an act of radical self-care to protect people's ecosystems on the other side of the world in the end they are capital r us kendall clay art you have understood that podcast better than i did and i was there when it happened so i ought to know personal promo here's some promo of a person and that person is me I don't feel so good about having my feet up on a desk when I'm just in socks. You know, it undermines it. Why? Well, there's always a bit of gap between the foot and the sock. Why? There's the foot sock gap. <laughs> no, I don't have that. What do you mean? What are you wearing? A snug, tight little sock. Look at that thing. It's a little green it's sock. Perfect. Gripping your foot, asphyxiating it. it. I know you. I know you're wearing these initialed garments. I like that little bit of uh, embroidery and the calves there, Jengo. That's my trousers. Yeah, <laughs> that's my trousers. Jen, you're a wonderful simpleton. <laughs> that's my trousers by Jenny May Finn. Her I'm new smart. book. Are you though? Yeah. You didn't finish your degree. I didn't finish my PhD. I finished my two other degrees. But I, so we're basically the same when it comes to education. No, you didn't do anything above GCSEs. Well, they didn't go that well either, <laughs> to tell you the absolute truth. All right, but remember when I was doing a master's and then degree? You dropped it. I took a break, Jen. 
I'm thinking it's about God and religion. Not that made up degree you've got in, what was it in again? Communication. Not even a real thing. Is it? Communications. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> it's not real. Not like no, for... no one challenges that communication isn't real. They all challenge God. That's right. And that's why you need a good old degree in it. <laughs> Instead of communication, which we all know about anyway, because we're doing it all the time, Jen. You might as well have a degree in brushing your teeth or having an eyebrow. Yeah. Oh, Jenny, I love you. This is actually, I can see this is lifting your spirits. I'm a yogi, see? No. I'm using a technique on Jen. Look how much What's more, this? Look how much more energized Why Jen is. That's some, this is. What, this upward palm movement? I don't movement? like it. Why? What's wrong it's with it? It's weird. Because the elbow's going up and down like that. It's just annoyingly cupped. Yeah, it's got to be cupped. You've got to cup it, Jen. That's what's pushing the energy right up to the chakras. Uh, <laughs> I don't want your energy off my chakras. Your, your chakras. Are, let me read you a little thin email. We are literally breathing each other's microscopic particles in a constant interchange. That's not my words. That's Cle Kendall Clayart's text. Was it? What was it? Was it a tweet? Was it an Instagram? It was an Instagram. It was an Instagram. Post, I believe is the correct way to say that. So, Jen, I'm all over them chakras of yours, my friend. Anyway, hey, oh my God, this is so exciting. You're going to love this. We're doing this new podcast thing called Ask Me Anything. We're doing an Ask Me Anything episode of Under the Skin. Are we calling it Ask Me Anything? Charge, doesn't that? Aren't we stealing the intellectual property of Brené Brown by calling it that? It's generic. It's like saying, uh, like saying... Like, uh, all back to mine or something. What? It's just an idiom. <laughs> That's not normal. I couldn't think of another Most idiom. Don't say that. You think of an idiom. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> it's like saying goodbye. <laughs> Why is goodbye the first thing thought to you? Because you ain't going nowhere. Not till the work's done, sick note. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so ask me anything's an acceptable idiom. Is that right, Charge? Charlie says it is. And that's the voice we can rely on here. Ask me anything. In these Ask Me Anything episodes of Under the Skin, you can ask me anything. You leave, go to russellbrand.com forward slash ask me anything. Although it also looks like ask me anything when it's written down like this all as one thing. I'm not saying it's a typo, Demaya. Don't get power. It'll just ask me anything. That's just the way the language works without the sort of spaces. It's confusing. Go to russellbrand.com forward slash ask me anything. And you can ask me anything. You can ask me any question you want. And, uh, you know, I'll obviously choose ones that show me in a good light and are actual questions and take a decent amount of time and show a variety of all manner of demographics. And those are the ones that I will answer on Ask Me Anything. Ask Me Anything. And... Uh, it's going to be good. We'll be putting it up on, on Luminary pretty soon, I would have thought. Hey, if you've not signed up to the mailing list, sign up to it now. Go to russellbrand.com. You get free content sent to you. I do unique little videos. I ask, answer your questions. I tell you about forthcoming gigs. Like my forthcoming gigs. Will they have happened already, Charlie, by the time this comes out? No. Well, there's a few tickets remaining for my shows in Oxford, Reading, and the London Palladium on around mid-November. Go on the website, have a look if you want to come. Okay, now I feel like I've given you enough there. Jenny is still very much conscious, though she looks like someone who may have a damp sweat on her forehead. Oh dear. Maybe. The new fringe there, <laughs> clinging on like the tentacles of a conscious octopus. And we now know that their tentacles are conscious and that their version of awareness would include their tentacles. You right, Jen? Mm. All right, let's listen to Carlo Ravelli.
Trying to achieve equality with the annihilation of category is not a successful route. Yes, that's, that's, that's exactly right. We're in this era where it turns out we were never the boss. It doesn't look like an ideology. What's beneath the surface of people we admire, of the ideas that define our time, the history we are told? And welcome to Russell Brand Under the Skin. Even the isness, the isness, the beingness of the most fundamental components of our physical reality have no static, objective state. They live and exist only in relationship with other entities. So there is almost no stable, objective reality at the most fundamental level. Is, is that right? Precisely. I think, Russell, you, 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 you expressed in a, in a sentence what I believe is, uh, is, uh, is what uh, quantum mechanics is telling us uh, right now. If our, we have managed to create cultures, uh, systems, hierarchies without understanding this sort of, it seems somewhat ultimately unknowable uh, dimension or aspect of our reality, this almost this crucible of our reality, then what does it suggest about our systems of understanding and what shortcomings they may have if they do not incorporate this uh, sort of um, rather radical principle that you've just outlined? I think that we humans uh, make a mistake when we uh, try to... Um, when we ask for certainty <laughs> and when we try to anchor what we do, what we believe, what we, um, what we expect from the world to some, uh, uh, to a request of certainty, uh, we don't have certainties. Uh, we, we live in a world of constant uncertainty about our own knowledge. Our own knowledge is not certain, but that does not mean that is empty or that is, uh, um, or that is not reliable things can be reliable even if they're not certain, right? If I have mm -hmm. to go downtown and I ask the way or look at map, I think that's the way and I go that way and almost always I, that's the right way. Um, so it's, it's reliable information what I get, you know, asking somebody in the street, but it's not certain. Sometimes it goes wrong. So there's nothing wrong is in not knowing the foundations not knowing the basis. I think that the, most of our knowledge is correct, is good. Most of the things we do work. Um, we construct our uh, life, our politics, our culture, our understanding, our art, our music, everything on, uh, without a solid basis, but good. I mean, who, can, who needs a solid basis? I, I've been, um, in, in my last book, which is just about physics, uh, there is a chapter about Nagarjuna, and there is a chapter about Nagarjuna in this uh, um, in this uh, uh, last book published. The 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 the, the kindness, their places in the world, um, where rules are less important than kindness. Uh, Nagarjuna is this um, um, old uh, Buddhist uh, thinker, uh, which has had a huge impression on me because. Um, um, the way I understand what I get out of it, um, I'm sure other people get different things out of him, but what I get out of him is just uh, a message like, uh, you know, you're thinking that there is an apparent reality with all this complexity and behind it, there is um, a fundamental reality 
good. We forget about the fundamental reality. That's not existing, perhaps. Things exist only in relation to one another, and that's all, without the need of grounding it on something ultimate. Yes, I understand. We are in limitless space, but we are also in Bologna. And how do we incorporate limitless space into being in Bologna? We are in infinite, unknowable time, but we, it is also Wednesday. Exactly. Um, what about, see how we were saying, you know, there was a time, of course, when we couldn't appreciate a spherical Earth, which had people upside down on the other side of it. We perhaps were living more primitive or even, you know, medieval uh, lives then that, do you feel like that the, the, the teleology of scientific, technological and medical progress is somehow detached from uh, more behavioural and humane progress? What I mean is, is that in a sense, the two medieval people, it was irrelevant and remains irrelevant that there were other people on the other side of the world upside down and to modern people this uh, as you said in that uh, buddhist philosophy whatever this fundamental reality may be it doesn't necessarily does it is it my question does it affect our morality and our day-to-day does it not imply that if there is no objective reality at the level of our essence that we are somehow believing our own reality into being through our relationship if we say the world is beautiful and full of love and that there is a god then all these things are becoming true almost as we walk this path we make it i.e. if in the world of physics there is this limitless potentiality why should we abide by any doctrine or dogma here on this more rudimentary level of reality um well uh i think we should be ready to question any doctrine or dogma um not take it as definitive Uh, but nevertheless we we cannot live without beliefs and uh, uh, structure. So we're always within a structure and, and, and a belief. And from that, um, from that we judge, from that we decide, from that we, uh, we think. Uh, we cannot just jump out of from the conversation and start from scratch. We're always what we are with our history. And, uh, and uh, I, I think that in the in the course of the of the centuries uh, we have changed, uh, and uh, from the current perspective, we certainly have uh, changed for better. Um, not just in knowledge; there's no doubt that we know more than uh, a certain number of centuries ago. Um, but also in terms of uh, uh, what you said, morality and, and 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 politics. I mean, there was a time in which. Uh, slavery was okay. There was a time in which uh, uh, burning young girls and young boys uh, to honor a god uh, was okay. Uh, There was a time uh, uh, in which uh, uh, women were considered uh, uh, inferior to men and still going on. We're still in that time, uh, unfortunately, but we're trying to move out of it Um, and so on and so forth. Um, And in terms of our capacities, there was a time in which the lifespan of the of the, uh, the the life expectancy of humans was 30 years, not long ago. Now it's 70, so we have more than doubled the, the, our life. 
Now, this doesn't mean that this is a progress that is always going for better. Uh, it can go bad anytime. Nothing guarantees that we continue. Uh, but I think there is progress. And uh, this progress, uh, at least, th there has been progress so far. I and mean, it's up to us to just try to go in a direction we, 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 we like. On the basis of values, which are our values, they don't come from outside. We, we are ourselves uh, having values and uh, evolving and negotiating values among, among ourselves, I think. And that's our political life. Carlo, I have so many questions. I think I'm going to have to ask them all at once. And you seem to be able to answer multiple questions simultaneously. The first one I would say is that in a way we do still sacrifice children to God, the children that are sort of mining for minerals in the Congo. Thank you so that we can have the technology that we're using now. And the fact that it is rationally underwritten doesn't make it any more appealing the sort of exemption of the the, the sort of i don't know uh, indigenous superstition doesn't make the sacrifice uh, for economic progress of certain elites or even certain populations any more appealing also i would argue that this uh, sort of apparent uh, progress with regard to say slavery is sort of more of a kind of a necessary political shift that nevertheless maintains the kind of hegemonies that would have benefited from slavery i.e okay you don't have to work for nothing in chains but you can work for next to nothing in urban poverty so this idea and may i even venture this myth of progress i sometimes feel is uh, superficial and is a uh, accompaniment to the uh, maintenance of certain power structures that were likely comparable to the power structures, whether it's uh, like a tribal societies in, you know, I don't know, in sort of the Aztecs, where it would be okay to fling a kid off a pyramid, or uh, later societies, you know, 20th, 19th century societies, where it'd be cool to have slaves. I still feel that I feel that the shifts are minimalist and not fundamental, not essential, and that what you know are oh, these people don't live in poverty, and even with the uh, the extension of life, I still feel that that is a difficult argument to make when we incorporate quality of life, sense of connection, reality. I'm not saying I would rather live in some terrifying barbaric society than, you know, I'm a privileged person anyway, so like I'm probably not a good case study. But I sometimes feel that there is a danger in this, this um, self-congratulatory idea that we are progressing because we evidently are in terms of technology and science, no, no question, no question, that, that that somehow has a correlative when it comes to civil rights which i sometimes think are n not significant enough and sometimes actually quite insidious masking the ongoing hierarchies that we, i think you understand my point yeah i agree i agree 100 percent. i agree that there is this danger and it's very strong uh and in fact it's not just a danger i think we're constantly falling into this uh, into this uh uh, into what you're saying, namely uh, congratulating ourselves because we don't have slaves anymore. We don't uh, throw kids out of the uh, of, of the mountains. We don't uh, um, um, 
we don't have death penalty in our world and so on and so forth. Uh, and we forget, uh, or, or we don't want, more than we forget, we don't want to lose, or we use that to hide uh, the amount of uh, uh, suffering and justice and inequality and horror that the world, our world is, uh, is, is in. We're, we, I, I agree with you, Russell. We're not, uh, we're not in a... In a, in, a, in, in a paradise, we're not in a perfect world, we're not in a good world either. Uh, there is a, uh, the level of inequalities, both in our societies and, and even more in, in, in the planet as large is immense and growing, and the amount of suffering around the planet is immense. Um, so I, I'm 100% with you. Um, I think still that uh, the very reason in which we, we would like to address that, and we think that perhaps we can address that, is the hope and the idea that there can be progress. Um, so you're right that there is a danger in the idea of progress because we self-congratulate where we are. Even worse, we use that to defend our privileges. But there's also danger in saying that there's no progress because that's what justifies the idea that, well, that's the world what it is. Uh, the strong winds, the poor suffers, and, uh, and that's it. We don't want to do anything, which is an even larger danger, I would say. So our value system, which I believe to some to good extent we share, needs and wants the idea that a progress is possible and we can do something for addressing the things. Uh, this world is not the, on, the only possible world. Uh, I think there could be a better one. Yes. Yes, particularly given what you were saying about the kind of m most native templates for the way that reality is formulated. If you enjoyed that, you can get a subscription for as little as $2.99 per month with Luminary's annual plan plus a seven-day free trial to get started. Visit luminarypodcast.com. Under the Skin is only available on Luminary. It's a subscription podcast network. It's fantastic. It's not only my show that's there, though. There is a little guy called Trevor Noah, one of the great podcasters of our time, many are saying. There's also um, Rain Wilson and uh, Reza Aslan. Get your seven-day free trial. Get some good quality podcast content down your neck hole. Only from Luminary.